Hello and welcome to Eavesdropping at the Movies. I'm Mike. And I'm Jose. Right. All right, Mike. So we've just seen the 1974 version of Murder on the Orient Express, directed by Sidney Lumet. Yep. What did you think? Have, has it changed your mind about the first one at all? Starring everybody. It hasn't exactly changed my mind. It's certainly illuminating. I liked it. Uh-huh. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I Did you think it was better? In some respects. It's not a, it's not a simple um, thing. They're, they're different takes on the story, aren't they? Um, I, I I do like the 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 character focus, or the specific character focus on uh, Poirot that the new film has that this film doesn't. Uh-huh. I know that you you've been saying because we're chatting obviously all the way through the film, and uh, you're saying to me, well, that's not what Poirot's supposed to be or whatever, mm. which I kind of get, but that doesn't mean I can't appreciate what I liked about this new one. Yes, um, okay. Uh, I like I prefer in in the seventy four version. I prefer the the big summing up. Here's how I explain the crime. Yes, scene because it's half an hour long, uh-huh. whereas it's probably eight minutes long in the new film, and it's it's it happens too quickly. There are elements that I prefer in the new one. I like, I, well, not prefer exactly, but I I appreciated when um, when Paro says, "Here's how the crime happened," and it shows you in flashback. The actual real events of the previous night uh, in the new film it happens very quickly. That uh, and when uh, Johnny Depp's character is stabbed, it's 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 rushed and it's um, you really feel the, the the pain of the characters doing it coming out through how uh, how rapid the scene is and mm. the editing. Um, whereas in this, it's staged and mm. it's managed, and everyone has a line to say before they they stab him. So um, it's different and. It's. I think you feel the pain of the characters less. Though it's not to say you don't feel it. I think you know you still understand why they're doing this, and mm. that it's not something they would ordinarily do. But it feels more vengeful. Yeah. The characters in this. What do you think of the way that the stars are presented in in, compa- in comparing the two films? Well, I'm f- familiar with Fear of the Stars in this one. Okay. Um. So maybe that's something to do with it, but. Uh, but- they well, as you were saying, you, you, once I got kind of tuned in to the way the film shot, particularly early on, before anything's happened, was as the characters are settling into the train, um, and the way that the, the the shots are staged in depth, so you have this this world that's alive where you've got a couple of characters chatting away in front of you, but in the background the other stars are hanging out, having their conversations. Mm. It's it's a real time world in which other things are happening and people are living real lives. Mm. Whereas, you know, the new film, and most films really, just feel like everything's on screen for you at that moment. Mm. You know, films don't tend to feel like their their worlds are real yes. quite that much. And this film, I think, has now, that. I mean, the, you know, I agree with that, but that's not quite what I was, what I was getting at. Okay. I mean, I was getting at the way that the stars are, are presented. There, You know, so you're, each, each of the person who commits, who helps commit the murder... Is given a scene, is given a moment. He's, they're given an entrance. They're given an exit. Oh, yeah. You know, they're they're given a line at the moment of the murder. Yeah, I they're really presented. Yes, they are. This film has more of a focus on. Well, as we said right at the start of the film, um, the, the new film opens with Poirot solving a case in Egypt that kind of clues you into he's the greatest detective. Yeah. And this film starts off with the uh, 
the the kidnapping of the baby. Yes. So this film is about the case. Yes. And the and it the characters that all relate to the case are the important thing. And Poirot is the guy who just moves it along. Yes, he tells you the story in a way. Yeah. And the new film is obviously about Poirot figuring it out, and it's much more about his character and what he deals with in uh, you know figuring out the case and then deciding that mm. he will not tell anybody. Who did you like better in each of the films? Uh, well, we were, we were talking about Lauren Bacall versus Michelle Pfeiffer. That yes. was your big one because you you had a good idea earlier on of who you who you preferred from each yeah, film yeah, yeah. playing the characters. But you so, didn't but know. I'm asking you now because now that you've seen them both, well, what do you think? I certainly prefer Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, I prefer Josh Gad mm. to Anthony Perkins. Mm. Uh, I prefer Olivia Colman, I think, to um, Rachel Roberts. Rachel Roberts. I prefer the uh, very, very old woman to Judy Wendy Dench. Hiller, yes. Yeah. That was one of mine. I agree with you there. Um, who else is there? Um, um, there's... I prefer John Gilgood. Yes. Although that's kind of close. I mean, John Gilgood is excellent. But um, well, my view is Derek Jacobi is excellent, but John Gilgood's a genius. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but it would be nicer if he said "you little shit" after yes. every line. Um, and then I prefer Vanessa Redgrave to, I don't know who plays her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not memorable. Yeah, <laughs> but Vanessa Redgrave is. Um, and Jacqueline Bisset looks extraordinarily beautiful, mm. and actually, so does Michael York. But actually, I prefer the young actress who plays that role. Whom, uh, Daisy Ridley. Yeah, I, I prefer what she... Because she actually does something. She creates something. There's a lot of force. Yeah, with her character. That's a Star Wars joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, she gives this, this impression of a drug-addled kind of mess of a person. Oh, no, sorry. No, you're quite right. Not Daisy Ridley. Um, the girl we mentioned earlier, I forget her name. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, the Countess. I was yeah, of the the, the, yeah, the young actress. Yes, you're quite right. Um, you know, uh, uh, and Sergei Palunin, well, I mean, it's just he... the first question of taste. I mean, I think he's beautiful. <laughs> but actually, kind of, Michael York is also giving an impression of a character that actually Sergei Palunin doesn't quite, really. You know, well, so, 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 I, it's, it's a bit different, isn't it? Sergei Palunin is really vicious and is just embodying a kind of rage on behalf of his wife, really. Yes. Um, which Michael York is not quite. He's he's more protective. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so that 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 covers, um, you know, the main cat. Well, except uh, uh, I prefer Poirot. Ingrid Bergman to Penelope Cruz, but only because Ingrid Bergman is given <laughs> so much more to do. Oh, yeah, has a role. Yeah, whereas Penelope Cruz has a few lines. And, um, of course, Poirot. Yes. Um... I like the way that uh, uh, Albert Finney does Poirot because he completely effaces himself to play the character. So you have this vain little fat man, you know, kind of hyper-conscious, really super vain, um, you know, and in doing so, in kind of, in a way, erasing himself as a star and just playing the character, he allows, he allows the other stars to shine. Mm. Whereas I think uh, um, Kenneth Branagh does the opposite. Kenneth Branagh makes the whole film about Poirot, really. Whereas yeah. actually, this kind of film, by definition, should be an all-star film. 
everybody should be given a chance to shine. Everybody should be given their moment because that's what you go to see. I don't think really. they're not exactly given a chance to shine, but they're given less of a chance to shine. It's certainly the case that these films are approaching it very differently. Yes, they um, are. But I, I really appreciate the way that the new film approaches it. And I and like I said, I think, I, I think the resolution when it comes to the... So, uh, so when, when um, Poirot in this film uh, says... Uh, I've decided to tell the police that it was just a lone killer and not to implicate all of you. Yes. It's it's uh, not handled as well. I don't okay, think. Well, it's a I, little bit more perfunctory. Well, okay, quite a lot more perfunctory. I agree with you. That moment is handled better in the first film. Um, but what do you think of the direction of the film as a whole? Well, again, this was... This, uh, well, I suppose that's going slightly back to the question of the way the world feels kind of lived in and the way that shots are staged in depth. Mm. I think um, it's, it's, it's certainly of its time... I don't think you really make a film like this these days. Mm. Um, you wouldn't choose even like, even kind of quote unquote default shots, which aren't hugely imaginative of kind of two characters talking or, or whatever. They're they're of a kind of seventies style, like a like a uh, cameras on a tripod, sitting back. You kind of see everything um, in front of you. Aside aside from each being a film of their own period. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to think my way through it, but. Uh, I think that the the actors are not terrifically well directed, actually, particularly um, Albert Finney, who I think, especially in the summing up scene, is very one note and shouting just the whole way through. Yes, um, um, I don't know. I think the actors seem to direct themselves. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't agree with that. I mean, I you know, for me, the second film is vastly better directed. Uh, sorry, this Lumet film is vastly better directed than the, than the Branagh film in all kinds of ways, really. I mean, not only the staging and depth, you know, but the drawing attention to the character. It's control uh, of pace and the tone is much tighter. Yes, absolutely. Um, and it's true. I mean, I don't know. The performances, you know, they're, they're vastly superior ones in, in, in the 74 version. I mean, I think the only one that I really love so much more in uh, uh, the, the Branagh version is Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Really, like, you know, everybody else is at least as good or better in, in Murder on the Orient Express. I, I think that Josh Gad is better than Anthony Perkins, which is not... No, no, I, sorry, I, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. Because Anthony but Perkins that, you know, is a great actor and, uh, and Josh well, Gad is a bit annoying. Anthony Perkins <laughs> always plays the twitchy, nervous psycho, yes. you know. So, um, but it is like what you were saying, you know, the actors, they, they either play with it or they play against yeah, it. Yeah, and, and he was very much with it, yeah. you know. Um, okay, last words on this film, on the 1974 version. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I want to watch it again when I'm talking less over it. But uh, um, I, you know, I kind of sunk into it. Yes. Know? And I I liked it. I, I do think there are things that the new film does do better. I think you must but, have really um, liked it because... You know, half an hour in or 45 minutes in, you shut up and just focused. No, sure. Well, I also figured I was kind of slightly annoying you by talking. But, but, <laughs> but um, Well, you were because I wanted to pay attention yeah, no, you sure. know, to what the actors were doing. But I think you also sunk I did, yeah, no, it. I, did, I uh, absolutely You I felt less of a need. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, I don't, I'm, I don't want to you know, throw the baby out of the bathwater. There are things I, I particularly, as I said to you, I particularly prefer the way that the new film handles the discovery of the body scene. Yes. Because in this film, I think, although, as you say, this is an element of Poirot's character, really, he's kind of showing off immediately in this film, mm. in the 74 film. He's saying, 
you know, and uh, it's like he's already, he's got so much control over the crime scene just when they've discovered the body. Mm. He's already picking up clues and he's going, and now we come to the clue, which I assume will be the final one that we find. And it's like, whereas the, the new film, the new Poirot, is, he's in control of the crime scene, but it's, but he's, he's not, he's not uh, demonstrating, kind of, mm. or not demonstrating, but he's not, uh, you know, playing it up. He's just, he's saying, don't touch the body, don't do this, we're going to find okay. clues, we're going to pick up this. But, you know, one of the but things, in show, right? one of the things I just want to underline is that, you know, everybody knows Poirot, right? In the 1974 version, you knew him just from all the Agatha Christie novels. Mm. Uh, you know, in this version, you know him from the novels, the television show, the previous films, right? So, so in a way, one has to play the character. And one of the things that I really did not like about the, the, the contemporary version was the insertion of those action scenes. You know, the kind of turning Poirot into a bit of an action hero, right? The things oh, that right, you yeah. like. The, the, the chase know. with Joss Gad. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't say I liked that. I just said it was different. Yeah. I, I, kind I, of... I, I did like the, um, the uh, avalanche, uh, the, you know, the storm and an avalanche that, that, that knocks the train off track because... Mm. Um, I mean that's not that's not a scene where Poirot becomes a hero. That's that's but that's like a kind of that's like a cosmic justice thing mm. of we're going to sit here until this gets figured out. Mm. But, but well, it's no, but actually it's really no different than this. They get stuck by a snowdrift. It's just not done with CGI. Yeah, and I and actually the not being done with CGI to me is important. Like you know those shots of Istanbul, like you know, like it 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 feels like Istanbul rather than. A drawn backdrop of Istanbul. But actually, I know I don't, I don't know if it was or not in this. In... But it doesn't matter whether you know that it's Istanbul or not. Well, it, well, it, what I mean is, in the new one, I felt it was there. I, di- I didn't suspect it was CGI in the background. I th- and do we know oh. that they didn't go to those locations? Yes. Do well, we? I mean, I don't know for sure, but well, I can it, guarantee it. No, Just, you can't guarantee it though. I mean, this, I is, a, this, this is a film that no. they took. This is a film that they took it the time and expense to shoot. This, this is a film wrong. that they took the time and expense to shoot well, on sixty-five listen, millimeter. They you, don't do that for no reason. You can look it up, and I bet you that that Istanbul was drawn in or backdropped. I mean, well, I will look it up because there's no reason not to right now. Yeah. <laughs> Where was made on the Orient Express? It was all Shepperton. Most of it was shot on sound stages in the back lot in London. Uh, it looks. The voyage begins in a building loosely inspired by a railway station in Turkey, but it doesn't actually say whether it was. It's all CGI. You can't even tell from the shots from those pictures that you're seeing now. No filming took place in Turkey. Okay, so that answers it. No filming took place in Turkey. Did filming take place in the mountains, though? Well, we're talking. Okay. I we're specifically talking about those shots yeah. in Istanbul, which. To me, just looked like a backdrop. Was actually looking at this nineteen seventy four version. You can tell it's real. You can tell the way that the sun is hitting the Bosphorus. There's a flashback right. shot on location in Malta. So I mean, you're right for for, for particularly for Istanbul. Yeah. But but I did, but I I mean it looked fine to me and I liked it. Well, what I'm saying is that actually the filming and location adds something. You know, in particular the inserting of the characters in that landscape. You know, it's something that I really liked about the nineteen seventies film. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Well, fair enough. But I still, I still like the avalanche scene in the new one. I think it's, you know, it 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 adds drama. It's like, oh, we're stuck here. The train's on the thing. Okay, summarize. Last words on just quickly off the top of your head on the nineteen seventy four version. It's good. 
what you want from me. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's not a case of better or worse. There are things that I prefer, and there are things I prefer about the new one. It's um, okay. I would well, probably prefer to watch the new one a second time, to be honest. I think I, I like its style more, but I also will watch this one again. Okay, well, we we kind of agree, but we don't, because, you know, I do think there are good things uh, about both, but I think the 1974 is a vastly superior one. Well, you're old. I, well, I, <laughs> I did see it the first time it came out. <laughs> you, are, you, you are of its time. But I don't think... But I watched it with you I'm now. Not, I don't even necessarily disagree with you. Um, yeah, There's a difference between being superior... And being a film that you want to watch again. Yes. Well, I think it's superior, and I want to watch it again. Yeah. So actually, you... as I said earlier, I would, you know, if the other, if the Brandon version shows up on television on a Sunday afternoon, I'll watch it oh, again. Come on. And as we said, it, they they tease right at the end of the new one. They tease uh, Death on the Nile. Yeah. I don't think they will make a sequel, but they, I hope they, they make it. They tease it, but we both said if they do one we'll with go. with these with Branner and in this new style, we'd we'll like go. to see it. Okay, that's a good note to end on. Thank you.